Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 36 of Talking Jacks. On this fine Sunday evening, I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Ben. How are you doing tonight, Ben? I'm doing great. How are you tonight, Alex? I can't complain. It is beautiful weather here in High Point. Uh, you know, it's rained all week, so the backyard's a little bit muddy. I had to, I had to wash the carpet earlier because the dog dug up a hole in the backyard which was never an issue before because i never had a backyard before and and when i say backyard <laughs> i'm using the the word yard very liberally it's about i don't know 12 feet by 12 feet i don't know if you can really call that a yard but there's grass yeah. and there's a little fence so i can let my dog out there uh but i forgot that my dog loves to dig and she, mm. if there's mud she will find it and she found it and tracked it in the house. So that was nice. my fun activity for the morning. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of been hanging out, doing some chores, trying to figure out a routine up here. It's obviously a little different than Charlotte. But uh, what have you been up to today? Um, Not too much. I did uh, just get the chance to walk on one of the greenways over here, which was nice. Mm, that's um, always nice. That's a good way to uh, spend your Sunday. Yeah, it was nice. And before we forget, it is Mech Deck Day. It is when Mech Deck Day. Happy so Mech Deck ha- Day, Charlatans. On this day in 1775, yeah. uh, Captain James Jack, the wonderful man that he is, took the Mecklenburg Declaration of Independence or the Mecklenburg Resolves, depending on which version of the story you believe, <laughs> to the Continental Congress, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. And we declared that we would not be subject to the Brits anymore. Nope. Can't hold us down, Gary and Richard. (laughs) And other British fans we may have. Um, But yeah, happy MacDuck Day. uh, Luckily, it is a happy MacDuck Day because we got three points over the weekend. Yes, we did. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the prettiest or most dominant performance, but it got the job done. And at the end of the season, that's all that matters is getting the job done. So we'll kind of jump right in. Just what are, what were your general thoughts on the game? Just on the team's performance overall. With the entire game in mind, we started really well. Uh, I was a little concerned going into it that, um, we were going to come out potentially a little bit, not necessarily flat, I wouldn't say potentially, but, um, we were going to kind of run into the same issue we had against, uh, Ocean City Nor'easters mm-hmm. where we just kept doing the same thing offensively and it wouldn't work and kind of just continue to frustrate ourselves. But, um, obviously that was going to be a little bit different type of a situation because we had a pretty darn different. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot stronger lineup. Especially yeah. through the uh-huh. center of the field. Um, yeah. Not so many guys playing out of position sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think uh-huh. uh, we got off to almost an identical start with Jorge Herrera putting a header just off. I, it was yeah. like almost a carbon copy of the chance that we had in the first few minutes of the Cincinnati game where he put the header high. He just put yeah. it a hair wide this time, I believe. So it's it's like maybe the next time we start 
and we get a cross in on the right side to Jorge, maybe he'll put it in. Third time's the charm, yeah. yeah. There you go. And I think that was in the first minute, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, it was early. I don't, you know, I don't, yeah. Maybe I don't know about the time exactly. I just know. I mean, I hadn't even really settled in, and we it happened right in front of me. I was on the end. Oh uh, yeah, right, right there. So I was like, oh, you know, better wake up. Yep. It was, uh, and that kind of set the tone for the first, really, 45 minutes. Yeah, the first half was was pretty much an onslaught of us attacking. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just, you know, obviously we scored the one goal on the penalty. uh, But it's a shame that we didn't put a couple more past them uh, in that first half because I think we deserved it. And and give credit to Catalano. He had a couple of good saves in the first half. Uh, mm-hmm. the Jorge penalty or not penalty, the Jorge, uh, free kick was a pretty good save. Um, yeah. and then he had, he had a really good stop on Zayed. Uh, Alex put, yep. you remember Alex put that really good through ball, slipped and slipped him in. Uh, I think this was after we had already gone up one nil and Zayed, you know, hit it real hard and low, but he, he, he got down and saved it. Came off his yep. line. I mean, he was aggressive, but he was consistently aggressive. Uh, Catalano, I believe is how you pronounce it. I believe uh, so, yeah. He was consistently coming off his line. It got him in trouble early in the game. He uh, wiped <laughs> wiped out Sam Vines, <laughs> picked up a yellow yep. card in the 11th mm. minute, and then not long after that, gave up the penalty, which we yeah, I, I still don't understand how he managed to avoid getting sent off. Uh, but I guess the referee deemed that the penalty was punishment enough. Yeah. That, I guess that's probably where it comes down to because – um, I mean, it was there was no doubt it was a penalty. Yeah, I mean, he, it was he clear, absolutely runner, clear. You know, make he, a play on the ball. Yeah. He, Jorge beat him to the uh, ball, and then he took him out. So, yeah, but, but it was uh, it was a little nerve wracking when we were sitting in the stands. Chris was saying, uh, "I don't know if I trust Jorge take this because of previous experiences." Um, going back to like Louisville 2016 season opener. Um, which I may have been thinking in the back of my head, but I wasn't going to vocalize it. Cincinnati uh, last year too. At t- at the end of the year, he had one from the spot oh, to equalize really late. Yeah. It was like in in the stoppage time, and it wasn't a yeah. great it wasn't a great penalty kick. This one was much better. Yeah, uh, he hit it. He hit it with a lot more pace because uh, mm-hmm. he sometimes I think tries to outthink the keeper a little too much, and he he goes with a little bit more finesse. But he hit this yeah. one hard and low. Um, it was interesting. I thought Alex Alex immediately grabbed the ball. I thought Alex was going to take it. Uh, I know he's taken the taking the kicks sometimes, but I don't know if yeah. maybe Jorge having the armband kind of like I don't know exactly how that gets decided. If it's up to the players on the field, if it's a manager's, you know, if it's Coach Jeffries saying before the game, you know, hey, here's our starting eleven. Here's who's taking the the spot kicks. Here's take, taking corner kicks, or if it's decided kind of in the moment uh that's maybe a good question to ask next time we get a chance to talk to coach jeffries if we ever get a chance to talk to coach jeffries (laughs) maybe we'll be like uh jason and bump into him having uh breakfast with his dog yeah um lucky guy he wins (laughs) everything um but yeah it was definitely a very strong showing from the beginning um Really, just controlled the possession, controlled the pace of the game. Yeah. Um, Toronto seemed pretty content to to sit back and 
Oh yeah, um, they're they're uh, really just defend as much they as they were could. Pinned, they were pinned in big yeah. time because they're. Uh, I don't know. I wish we could divide. I wish we could see just the average position for like the first half because I bet we were yeah. even higher. I mean, our average position is pretty high. Oh yeah, we had sixty percent of the possession in the first half. I bet we had closer to seventy percent. Oh yeah, um, I was telling Chris in the first half that based on the first half, if we didn't have seventy seventy five percent possession at the end of this game, I'd be amazed. Which obviously things went a different direction later in about halfway through the the second half. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was a really it was a good showing. I mean, two one is. I don't know necessarily indicative of the way the game wins. No, I, I don't think so, it is. I think you know we deserved a better, a, a higher margin of victory. I guess you could say, but there was yeah. a point uh, where I thought after we got the second goal, which was absolute class cross and finish. Uh, yeah, and Wapi had several crosses that were really close, mm-hmm. uh, and and then finally he was able to find Zayed, and Zayed put it. And you know he 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 had a really nice cushion header there, uh, yep. To to finish it off, but that was that was kind of a good gave you a good feeling just because Mwapi had so many good crosses. It was it was nice to see them that get rewarded. But I thought, oh yeah, I thought after that goal we maybe relaxed a little bit too much. Uh, mm-hmm. It seemed like. We didn't. We didn't want to take them by. We didn't really take the game by the scruff of the neck for the next twenty minutes, and we ended up getting punished by the goal because of oh, it. Yeah. Uh, they. We really. We let them have a little bit too much time on the ball. We weren't pressuring them well enough. When we did get the ball, we were having cheap giveaways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once they scored, it was kind of like, okay, let's get serious and and kill this game off. Uh, we didn't. We didn't end up scoring. We came close a couple times. Uh, poor yeah. Richie Perez. He he had that. Oh God. He had so much time to think about it that he totally messed it up. I mean, I yeah. I, I, I was like, oh yes, he's gonna score. We're gonna get to see that those beautiful teeth, that nice smile <laughs> that he's got, and he just he just overthought it. Completely uh, whiffed it. I felt so bad. Oh, I felt late, terrible for him because he's so nice. But shortly after that, I heard someone in the crowd near me yell, "Don't give it to 20. Oh no! Something <laughs> going. I was like, "Oh god, yeah. that's terrible." Poor I mean, guy. I'm not necessarily against it, but um, but I thought he did. Other than that, I mean, it's easy to say this, but I think he did really well. Um, I, I thought he was uh was excellent. Um, there was a lot of shuffling in our midfield. I know that kind of is a standard thing at this point. Um. But Alex was far more central. Yeah, consistently. if you look at Alex's central position or av- average position, he is dead center of the field, just behind Jorge. Um, mm-hmm. Which is funny uh, because Jorge yeah. is listed on the on this USL site. It, it says we had a four four two, which I mean, technically, that's kind of how it always is. We we normally play four two three one according to this sheet, but it really Functions more as a four four two, uh, yeah. But yeah, we've got four players right dead in the middle of the park, 
Uh, I mean, five if you count Zayed, but Zayed's a lot further forward than the other four. So that's mm-hmm. that's an interesting. I think it. I think it just be, we we attacked down the right nearly the entire game. So you instead. So Alex was just kind of drifting into the center. It when he, even when he wasn't involved in the play, he was drifting yeah. into the center because. I mean, I kept making this comment like every time we would put it put in a cross from the right right side, and it went over everybody's head. There was nobody there on the left side to collect it because Sam Vines, instead of being pushed way up on the left, is like yeah. standing in in the center circle, <laughs> like mm-hmm. f- protecting from like a counter attack because just everything was on the right side of the field, uh, which I guess is to be expected when you've got a right back like Joel Johnson and, and Moapi was really dominating his. Uh, his defenders as well. So those two combined yep. really well. It was nice to see them get some time. Uh, it was nice to see Mwapi get another start. I believe that's the first time he started since week one. Uh, he looked yeah. he looked just as good as he did in week one, I thought. Yeah, he, he definitely he impressed me a lot. Him and Johnson did really well together. I mean, he ended up having... 52 touches, 33 passes, and 90% passing accuracy. He had that beautiful assist, too, mm-hmm. uh, which I I think it was – I don't know who I saw tweeted it, but uh, somebody had tweeted it that him and uh, Zayed were, were talking during practice or before the game at some point, and uh, he was talking to Mwape about giving him a, a back post uh, service. Yeah, cross it to the back cross- post. I think, that was, I think that was probably mm-hmm. Ashley Mahoney. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember who it was. Um, but it, 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 in that goal, it was funny because I was walking. At that point, I was like, "Okay, I'm pretty sure we're going to be good in this game. I feel pretty confident. So if I miss something, I'm not going to feel that bad." <laughs> but I was literally walking up the sideline, or down the sideline, whatever. I was walking towards the merch stadium or standings um, as the play was progressing. And it was hilarious because right as the goal was scoring, I was at the end of it. So it was like perfect timing for me to watch and as closely as I could for the nice. for the goal. You knew it was um, going to happen. You called you called the shot. I did, yeah. Um, and it was a it was a beautiful shot too. It's it's one thing that's really nice is Zayed seems like he's finding his groove. I really like um, Zayed. I yeah, mean, we have, he, he he's been really good and he's he's gotten better every game i think he's getting more and more comfortable Mm -hmm. with him and Herrera and alex um i think it's going to be pretty tough um if we do end up having to to rest some people um but especially in our midfield too because there's a lot of really really good chemistry going on there um i think we're gonna have to start resting some people pretty soon um when people get healthy i think by default probably gonna have to have a little bit of shuffling um, and which once luckily, we start playing multiple games in a week, yeah, which I think is going to start fairly soon. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely on the horizon. Um, but one good thing too is in uh, Queen City Football's uh, recording of the the post game uh, press conference with Jeffries, he definitely mentioned that we should have some other people back from injury uh, by Saturday for the Richmond game, which will be really, really good timing. Yeah. He didn't, um, he didn't mention any names specifically. He just said some people. No. Okay. Yeah. He just said some people. Cause that, you I'm know, there are several that are injured. So yeah, <laughs> could be anybody. You could flip a, flip a coin and guess at this point. Um, but yeah, it, it was good to see George get out there again. Um, yep. if I'm not mistaken, he said in that same interview that he's 
um, pretty much 100%. He wasn't ready to go a full 90. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's cool to see that we have – because personally, I don't know that we really need to, to break up the, the Ekra-Fosser midfield. I I wouldn't. I don't think you should. I, I think it's it's like we've talked about. It's, it's situational-based, mm-hmm. but um, – I really like the dynamic we got going on there. I think it's worked really, really well. Um, but it's cool to see that we have that option with George's on the bench to bring him in when we have a lead and kind of just control things. And yeah, I mean, his the way he was substituted on was really effective. He came on for yeah. Zayed, which pushed Herrera up to the forward position and pushed, at the time, pushed Ekra into that kind of more attacking midfield role. Uh, yeah. But he, he didn't last there that that too long because eventually Perez came on and then they switched. So Perez was the more attacking midfielder and Ekra dropped back. So there, like you said, there was a lot of shuffling going on, but I thought George was exactly what we needed. Uh, He came on and he was breaking up any, anything Toronto could had going forward on counterattacks. He just broke it up with a, with a timely tackle. You know, he was only on the field for like 20, 22 minutes and he probably had he might have had the most tackles on the team i'm gonna look it up and of course no, now it won't it won't work he he only had one tackle apparently. okay well then i don't know what they well, consider a tackle then yeah because he had more than one t- like tackles are weird yeah i think but um it was the one thing to talk about with this is you've talked about both our goals the goal toronto scored unfortunately kind of felt like another um miscue on the defense um yeah it was i don't know wouldn't put any blame on dykstra on this one personally um it was a beautiful cross by yeah it was a really good ball really really good cross he put it yeah he put it like in between the two attacking players which kind of i think really uh it like messed it messed our defenders up like it was just too high for uh, Jungsu or whoever was trying to head it, but it fell right to the feet of the other, uh, the guy who ended up scoring. What's his name? Um, yeah. uh, Faria, Jordan Faria, Faria. I don't know. I don't, sure. Yeah. He, he was just kind of in the right place at the right time. I don't know if it's necessarily anybody's fault. You know, I don't know if Vines is supposed to cut him off and, not let him it, in front of him. Or it what, felt like but. it should have been Vine's responsibility, but it was also a weird moment where um, uh, Jung Soo was getting back in that same moment. So I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think there was a guy farther back um, on the near the back post that J- Vines was kind of trying to figure out if he should go fully into it or kind of move back, but it was kind of an awkward exchange and. Um, but it was a really good cross. It was a really good shot. I mean, Toronto just scored four goals against Atlanta um, yeah. in a midweek game. So they, they they definitely took advantage of the opportunity they had. Luckily, it was just the one, really. They kind of seemed to control the tempo um, for a good oh, 15, 20 minutes, it felt like, after that. Um, which was a little bit disheartening. Um, yeah. I definitely got... Uh, flashbacks of of last year um, where we lost some leads and and things like that. Um, 
But I think I think the team responded really well, <clears throat> all things considered to that. I mean, we we didn't really as much as we didn't put together a lot of good passes and things like that in that 15, 20 minute stretch, we didn't really break, which was good. Oh, um, and don't want to forget, this is actually backpedaling like seven steps, but, uh, Dykstra did make a really good save with his noggin. He did. Um, It was one of those, it was like, he didn't really mean to save it. Uh, You know what I mean? Like he was just kind of throwing his body. It it, it happens, you know, where anytime a goalkeeper saves a ball with his face, I feel like it's never on purpose. It's more just like I am throwing my body here and yep. just hoping that a piece of my body hits the ball. Yep. Uh, and it worked. It worked out. You know, he was as much as much as we've criticized them. We we got to give him credit. I thought he played really well. Yeah. There was yeah, uh, there was a couple. I think there was a couple moments where he made a couple of errant passes. But other than that, I mean, he was he was solid. Um, yeah. The goal, like you said, you can't really put the goal on him, and he even got a touch to it somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, In that moment, I thought he was going to save it, which would have been a remarkable oh, save. Oh, if, that, if he'd have saved it, it would have been absolutely up for save of the week. So I, I, think. I think I have determined the problem. It was, like you said, uh, Jungsu was you know, still getting back from transition, so Vines mm-hmm. had stepped into his position, and so because he stepped into his position – he was not able to get in front. Well, he did. He was in front of him for a second. The guy who ended up scoring, but he didn't cut him off with his body. So, no. I don't know. I guess you can put the blame on Jungsu and Vines, uh, but it's more. Bit. Yeah, a little bit of both. I would say more Jungsu, but it's just it was a transit. It was a transition. We don't defend well in transition situations. We haven't all season. Um, yeah. that's something that. Hopefully we can get corrected once we can get a consistent back line. Because <laughs> I think part part of that is just communication. Maybe uh, maybe they should have communicated in Jungsu instead of coming back into his position, sort of slotted more towards the back post and covered Vines' position. Uh, it's it's hard to say exactly, but I mean it's mm-hmm. if the ball if you know if the ball was six inches lower, Jungsu heads it out. So. It it was also yeah. a really good, really good service. So I can't no complain too much about the defense. We just we don't we just don't defend well in transition. Um, Not necessarily a, a strong suit for us. It feels like. But other, uh, I mean, other than that, I can't think of. You know, we there was that moment where we obviously gave up the goal in the in the play where uh, Dykstra had to come off his line and make that that save. Other mm-hmm. than that, we didn't give up any really clear chances. Um, and on the other end, we created a lot more chances than the one open play goal we scored. Uh, I thought we were maybe a little bit wasteful, but also a little bit unlucky. Uh, I thought that Catalano made a really good save on Alex's shot, uh, to the near post. Yep. And, uh, he made a good save on Zayed, which we've already talked about. So, you know. Sometimes it's just it the the scoreline doesn't quite reflect the what happened on the field. So I thought, I mean, yeah. I thought Toronto played played well uh, at times, but then we kind of took back control after they scored, uh, and we just kind of 
killed the game off. It was a very professional performance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It kind of reminded me of a couple of those games last year where we were dog tired and we just we got up one or one nil or two one and we just we weren't necessarily worried about trying to get a third goal. Uh, we just wanted to defend, and I thought we did it well. Oh yeah, I think we definitely. And that's one thing I noticed too is Toronto didn't seem to be as necessarily as bad as I kind of expected them to be, uh, given the points and the outcomes they've had this year. Um, they had a pretty strong midfield, I would say. Uh, especially on the wings and the Bjornathan and the the wing backs they had and things like that, um, they just didn't have a striker. I I mean I I would have had if I would have had to bet what number or player was their striker I would have lost. Um, <laughs> it was Akinola apparently number twenty, but um, there would have been no way for me to guess who their striker was. Yeah, I uh, I didn't even register that Akinola was on the field. I mean he came off pretty early exactly. too. Uh, that doesn't really yeah. speak well of his performance, but also that was partly because in the first 45 minutes, we absolutely dominated possession. Um, yeah. And like Akinola, I think has got a lot of potential. He played, yeah. I believe it, he was either on the U 17 or U 20 world cup team for the U S. Oh, uh, interesting. this past year. Do you, rem- you don't happen to know how old he is. Do you? Cause obviously um, if he's older no, than but I 17, second, here, let me just click on his page. I, he is he? Yeah, man, the USL website loads so slow. He yeah, is did. 18, so I'm just gonna guess he was on the U17 team that was in the yeah. World Cup in the fall ish. I think it was the fall. Sure, but it yeah, was, it was. Uh, yeah. I was actually pretty surprised with how many people ended up showing up. Attendance uh, was well, just yeah. shy of a thousand. Which I thought it felt like a lot more. I thought. Well, when you cram everybody um, onto one side of the field, it definitely feels fuller. Yeah, that's true. So um, it was just an odd atmosphere, being a uh, you know a quote unquote away game at home. Yeah. Uh, you know the I don't know. It was just a weird atmosphere. I thought definitely a little bit, but um. Definitely a strong showing from the team, especially on a, a short week as well. Um, yeah, and coming off of a really disappointing performance on Wednesday, it was good to see yeah. some of the guys that were on the field Wednesday, they didn't let that uh, poor performance kind of continue into Saturday. You know, yep. Alex Martinez played really well on Saturday, didn't play as well on Wednesday, left it behind him. You know, Mwapi yeah. played really well on Saturday. After I mean, he played well on Wednesday too, but he was in a very different role in Saturday's game than he was on Wednesday's game. Uh, Absolutely, he was maybe trying to do a little bit too much on Wednesday, uh, but because nobody else was able to do anything, and then on Saturday he played his part. You know what I mean? He didn't. I don't even think he registered a single shot. Whereas on Wednesday he probably took eight. Yeah, I, I would. It was definitely above five. It felt like. Um, but yeah, Mwape definitely impressed me a lot. I really liked Watson and Jung Su as the the center back pairing. Watson have, won a lot of. They seem to have good air. chemistry as a pair, um, yep. despite only playing together for a couple of weeks. Because Watson joined, uh, didn't he, he was signed the week, week of the Charleston game, right? 
Yeah, the week the week of the week before, something like that. Yeah. So he's only he, uh, he's only been with us for two like three weeks. So it's impressive yeah. that he's already contributing and and playing well. Um, obviously, it's he's possibly playing out of position because uh, I think he spent <laughs> yeah. most of his career as like a wing back or a outside back. Uh, but now he's I so. uh, now he's playing well. He's playing well at center back. So. Hmm. Uh. But yeah, we've already kind of gone over. I thought Foster and Ekro were good again. They weren't yep. as good as they were against Cincinnati. Uh, oh, but they were still really solid. I would agree. It's definitely a high bar that they set with the the Cincinnati game. Yeah, I mean, we can't hold them to that standard every week. Yeah, that would be unfair. <laughs> Speaking of Ekra, though, how about that Jan Ekra fan club shirt? That is sweet. Yep, I've already purchased one. I haven't, oh, I, haven't, I haven't purchased mine yet. I need to get on that before. I was a little late. hesitant with it being a white shirt, but I, I pulled the trigger either way. Well, if I it's anything like the white shirt, that the Enzo white shirt is more gray than it is white. I hope it does look like that. that that's what my, my hope yeah. is. I really, uh, the, the I'm wearing my CLT design right now. These are just yeah. the softest shirts. I love them so much. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, do you have a man of the match in mind? It, it's kind of hard to pick a certain player. I mean, if if I had to pick one, I guess it would have to be Jorge. But I mean, it could really be in between them and, and Zayed. Um, I still think Ecker did really good as well. But pro- I would probably have to go with Jorge if I had to pick yeah. one. Jorge was really solid. Uh, he obviously won the penalty, scored the penalty, nearly scored in the first couple minutes. He's just so active. Um, yeah. You know, it was like the eighty-something minute, and he's absolutely pressing the crap out of the Toronto. Yeah, back line. That was another thing is he he almost gave us a couple opportunities at the end, solely based on Toronto was getting a little lackadaisical. And he was he was chasing people down the eightieth eighty yeah. fifth minute of the game. It was I don't know I don't, I still don't know how he does it. It was it was remarkable to, to witness. Um, and his four shots, three being on target, were really good as well. Um, he he was he was definitely probably my favorite player of the game or best player. Yeah, I, I thought Alex was really good too. Uh, so it's hard for me to pick one. Uh, so. I, I'll just go with Jorge as well. I'll just stick with your your pick. Go cool. because uh, I feel like you could you could have a three way tie between like Jorge Foster and Martinez really in this one. Yeah, but, you really can't go wrong with just about anybody. I thought Watson was Honestly. really good too. I mean, I like I could even yeah. you could even give it to Watson in my opinion. He he had a couple of really kind of not last ditch tackles, but like where he was like the last defender. And didn't commit a foul, but yep. got the ball off of the attacker and, and cleared it. Uh, yeah, I can think of a couple he's, in the first half where he was able to do that. So, yeah, he definitely he's very complimentary of of Jung Soo in his ability to to deep dispossess a player. Um, when Jung Soo was really packed. solid as well, other than being slightly out of position for the goal. But you know, it's <laughs> he's thirty eight years old. <laughs> Maybe not even a hundred percent fit. You mm-hmm. know, it's hard to say 
he should be in position and transition that quickly. You know what I mean? But yeah, other, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I thought he was excellent. Absolutely. He's a, he's a very solid player for us as well. I'm excited about this this stretch we have coming up. Uh, we yeah. have to we have to take the show on the road. It'll be interesting to see if we change our approach because it's been a while since we had a road game. Uh, yeah. When was our, our yeah. was our last road game Nashville? No, no Charleston. Uh, Charleston. Char- yeah, that's right. But we've only had the only two, had- if I'm mistaken. Yeah, we've only had yeah. two: Charleston and uh, and Nashville. Yeah, uh, it's a bizarre. To, uh, our schedule is so on the road to be good. Like really strange. Yeah, it's like a bunch of home games, then a bunch of road games, then a bunch of home games, and a bunch of road games. It's never. I don't know. It's it's not as evenly distributed as it was last year. Um, yeah. But I'm imagining some of that is due to the stadium construction, uh, and maybe some of that's due to the league having to scramble at the last minute with the addition of Indy Eleven. Right before the yeah. season started, pretty much. So, yep. Um, now is where we would normally do questions, but we don't have any. Unless I let me double check the Twitter. But we Ooh. haven't gotten we hadn't gotten any when we start, sat down to record, and we still do not have any. So, cool. uh, let's plug. Well, let's do our plugs and get out of here. I guess. Yeah, um, I definitely want to mention. Um, Charles Houston has set up another uh, Jack's Give Back. Yep. Uh, it is. I'm going to make sure and get this correctly as I've I got pull it in front it up of me on my phone. Too. You got it? So okay. I can, I can fact it. check you. It. Okay, I got it. So Jack's Give Back Day is this coming Saturday, May 26th, and it's going to be at the Ronald McDonald House of Charlotte. And it's uh, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., which two-hour window. We're going to we're gonna be cleaning up uh, – I don't know what all that entails. Maybe some outdoor work, indoor work. Doesn't matter. Just show up. Uh, if you yep. have a couple hours to volunteer and pitch in and help uh, give back to our community and uh, put on, you know, a good uh, representation of the club and of our supporters. So, you have anything yep. you'd like to add about that? Um. Because come out and support yeah you had I mean, a good time I'm gonna, when you were there more than to be there i'm gonna try to change some plans to make that work um but it was definitely a really good time last time we did it we had a i think about a little over a dozen people that showed up um so it'll be a, it'll be a good time to uh to give back to the community like you said good uh good opportunity to represent the, the fan club and fanship i suppose mm-hmm. um but yeah, really, really curious to see how this next stretch is going to go. But you got anything else you want to add before we sign off? No, not really. Just uh, if you're making the trip to Richmond, have fun, be safe, be loud. Yeah. Uh, I Richmond was one of the ones I had circled to maybe try to go on an away trip for. It's it's only about two and a half or three hours from here. Uh, mm. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make the trip. We'll see. Yeah, just kind of depends on what my wife's got going on. You know, if she's if she doesn't have plans, then I'll probably stay and hang out with her. But if she's got stuff she's got to do, then maybe I'll make the trip. So we'll see. Uh, 
but yeah, I'm excited. We'll ha- we'll be back with the talking Jack talking Jacks extra at the end of the week. Uh, as usual, we'll try to we're trying to lock down a guest. We don't have one just yet, uh, but if we don't have one, we'll still have the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. But hopefully, we can we can get a guest. So if you are listening to this and you follow the kickers and you'd like to be on the show, uh, hit us up at talking jacks on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook everywhere. Uh, talking jacks at gmail.com as well. Haven't plugged the socials in a while. Uh, Ben's social media is at the soccer goose. Uh, mine is at Alex underscore Warren five, five, uh, yeah, we'll be tweeting about. Let's see. Are there any? Is there anything happening this week in soccer? Probably not. Um, the European seasons cup, are not over. For us necessarily. But yeah, yeah, the Open Cup is this week. So, uh, come on, you nor'easters. Yes, we are all nor'easters uh, this week. <laughs> uh, hopefully, there will be a a, re- a reoccurrence of the storm that happened in Matthews um, up in uh, in Cary. The entire mm. triangle will be. Uh, well, I shouldn't say what I was going to say. Actually, I was going to say devastated by a nor'easter, but that kind of sounds um, bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> may get some crap. Took a for that, dark but, turn. <laughs> dark timeline. Um, but yeah, it should it should be interesting. It's on a Tuesday night randomly. Yeah, that's early. Yeah, Are the op- weird. I I always thought Open Cup was played on Wednesday and Thursday, but maybe it's Tuesday and Wednesday, and I've just not yeah. paid attention. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't. I think we've only time. ever played on Wednesday, so. Yeah, um, I don't know how sure. that gets drawn or what, but mm. I I still yeah. enjoy the Open Cup even though we lost. Yeah, it's a cool. Tournament. Honestly, this is the this is a whatever perspective, but I'm kind of glad it happened so we can get people healthy. Yeah, I mean, it yeah it is a catch twenty two when you have as many injuries and issues as we've had going into that week. So, yeah, but. Uh, you know we bounce back well, put in a put in a good shift against Toronto, and uh, hopefully we can do the same against Richmond. I don't even know. I haven't been following them uh, at all, so I don't know what to expect. But we'll dive, do a deep dive throughout the week, and let you know next week how Richmond's doing, or not next week, uh, later in the week. Yeah, so. talking Jack's extra, but yeah. I think that uh, I think that just about does it. Yeah, if anything happens. We'll be tweeting about it. Uh, hopefully, we gain some new followers from our little semi mini viral tweet. Uh, the picture yeah. of Enzo and, and David Villa. That was fun. <laughs> that was that was brilliant. I uh, I was very happy when I saw that. Well, Zach Dick was obviously on the same channel as I did as I was because he tweeted something very similar. Like two minutes before, I I didn't see it. I, this wasn't a case of like stealing the idea. Uh, I just I was watching <laughs> the game on my phone, uh, and I took a screenshot because they were you know, Enzo and David Villa had collided, and so they kept showing like a screenshot of them. And Zach's picture is much better than mine. He got it with Enzo or with David Villa's got like his arm around Enzo, uh, and so like I got the weird one where Enzo's like pulling grass out of his teeth. Uh, but but still it, it's still cool to keep up with Enzo despite Colorado being absolutely uh, not, not great, great as a team but Enzo is yeah. consistently one of their best players uh, week in and week out which is cool to see uh, so 
hopefully the rest of the team will play like Enzo. And they might yep. start winning some games. There so. you go. All right. Well, there's your Colorado update. Uh, and we will talk to you guys later in the week. As always, come on, you Jacks.
So the next question we got is from uh, Wade, and uh, apologies that it took this long, but uh, shout out to Wade. I, I met him at the Charleston game. Um, he is a Independence super fan, is what I'll call him. He is uh, he lives in Columbia, and is a an avid supporter of the Independence. Um, right on. So as somebody Very who cool now guy. supports the Independence from an hour and a half or so away, right on. Mm-hmm. Just in the other direction. Yeah. Um, but he asked, um, what do you think the score would have been if Cincy's normal starting keeper wouldn't have been hurt? Which I don't know too much about their other keeper. I don't even um, I, I definitely know he's made some really exceptional saves. I mean, he was yeah, up for... Yeah, Hildebrandt, right? <laughs> 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 yeah maybe um but uh but he uh i mean he was up for usl player of the month the first month of the of the season okay that was a joke shut up yeah <laughs> moving on he played two games in the first month he shouldn't have been <laughs> nominated for player of the month i mean he made some good nope, saves though don't care I... <laughs> nope that was a fabricated thing by some cincinnati media person i know it <laughs> um i i don't know i mean I think it would have made a, a difference, but I also think that the defense for Cincinnati let not necessarily let us, but we got ourselves in really good positions to score. So I don't know that necessarily a different keeper would have made a huge difference. Yeah, I think he, the exact question is like, what would the score have been? Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it would have been 4-1. Yeah. I don't think another keeper is going to save really any of the – I guess you could say maybe that last goal could have been saved, mm. uh, but it would have taken a really good save. Like any of those goals – like that first goal is not being saved. No. I don't think the third one's being saved. The second one by Ekra, if you save that, you are phenomenal. That, that, would, have been, that would have taken a phenomenal save. So mm-hmm. I, like they, they were just all – I don't think there were any like crucial goalkeeping errors. I would agree with that. Um, I think it's, but more it's a good along question to think about. Defense. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know how. I mean, maybe the guy is just maybe the guy really is phenomenal. But I, even at that yeah. case, then maybe at best case scenario, it's three to one. Yeah, but that's. I, I think he, he maybe one, saves like, a couple of those. Save. A um, couple? Because I don't know that. Maybe. You- I, I don't know. I I I love Ekra and I loved Zayed's goal but i think he maybe saves both of those no way saves both of those maybe no way no way we'll never know ekra's shot and watching the replay ekra's shot is so far into the right side i mean he would have had to he was no no way okay (laughs) sorry i got fired up there but i don't think i don't you you went and said he could have saved two like those two no i just don't i disagree Agree to disagree, sir. <laughs> okay, and our final question comes from former co-host Chris. I say former co-host because he was the co-host while I was gone. Uh, yeah. He said, finish answering my question. Who are the five independence players that you'd play against with your five-a-side teams? So we actually did answer this question. So maybe Chris didn't <laughs> listen closely enough. But you said we would play against a team full of Ryan Finlands. I yes. think that's I think that's technically an answer, is it not? I well, technically, I said that I'd play against one Ryan Finley and make him play against five players. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, 
Well, then let's just put together a quick roster then. Let's go Ryan Finley. Yeah. Uh, Casey um, Townsend. Yeah, oh, Casey Townsend. Um, Poor guy. Um, who are some players here. who like never played? Uh, Do we want to put a... Oh, I'm forgetting his name. Um, the guy we thought that was going to get signed this year and never did. Because we Spies. saw him in a game. Who? David Spees. Spies, yes. David Spees. Um, sure. Who do Throw we... Um, I guess we could put Fairclaw in there since so he can actually play a game again. Um, poor guy. Poor guy. I kind of liked. I kind of liked him. Not not going to lie. I kind of liked him. I never thought he was bad. I'm actually still kind of surprised we didn't bring him back. But um, oh, trying a major blank burner on other. Play- There's number five as the keeper. Put put play play against John. Do we burner. have to talk about him? I mean, burner. We're just playing against him. That's all. That's true. It, it, that's better than the the alternative, I suppose. So there, we did put. We did it. We we're playing against those five, five guys. <laughs> Question answered. <laughs> Although we technically answered it the first time. I'm, I'm going to hold on to that. <laughs> so there are no more questions. We didn't get any uh, any more questions. But, uh, yeah. yeah, Open Cup game on Wednesday at 7.30 mm-hmm. kickoff at yep. the Sportsplex. Uh, it's nice to have a home game in the Open Cup to kick things off. Not it having is. to go on the road. Although if we went on the road to the Charlotte Eagles this year, which we couldn't have done because we're they are, we're like in a different bracket than them, but if yep. we had, it would have been at the Sportsplex, I think, because I think that's exactly. I think that's their home field this year. So, mm-hmm. but no, we won't be playing them. Uh, I don't no. think we could have played them anyways at any point because we're like on. I think they're in the south and we're in the northeast. That's strange. Speaking of the northeast, we are playing the Ocean City Nor'easters. I did mm-hmm. zero research on the Ocean City Nor'easters, so I apologize, all you Ocean City Nor'easters fans who came to this podcast to listen to us talk about your team. I don't know anything about you other than that you play in Ocean City. I assume that's New Jersey, and uh, that you play in the PDL. Do they I, play in the PDL? I was about to figure that out because I wasn't sure where they actually play. All right, PDL guy. Although you guys are focused on the uh, – the Carolina teams. So I'm going to Google. I don't even know if Ocean City is in New Jersey. I oh, think it's it not. Is. It's in Maryland. Is it? Yeah. The one, well, the one when I, when I typed in Ocean City, it said Maryland. The uh, first one that popped up. But there is well, an Ocean City, New Jersey. So I'm going, now I have to look it up. Nor'easters. Yeah. But they, um, they are in yeah, Ocean City, New Jersey. I was right. New Jersey. Boom. There you go. You know what you're talking about. I did not know what I was talking about. That was a blind guess, but I got it right. Yeah. They beat – who did they beat? Did they beat the Mich- – no, they beat Ann Arbor somebody to get yeah. to the second round. An NPSL team or a UPSL team maybe? They've got a lot of random players on their team. What do you mean random? Um, like they've got guys a guy that from we Serbia. Know? Oh. And, yeah, they've also – that's weird. They've got a guy that said he says he's from Westchester, Pennsylvania, but his flag definitely has is the Italian flag. That's strange. Um, they've also got somebody from Cary, so <laughs> hot dog FC. Um, yeah, that's uh, about as far um, analysis as we can do on this. Um, oh my god! Oh no! I was I remember somebody told me this uh, the other night or at Max, I think. Um, yeah. Ryan Finley is a former Ocean City Nor'easter player. 
Really? So there you go. Interesting. There's, there's, a, there's an independence connection. Full circle. It's all coming. Uh, it's all coming around. I didn't realize yeah. that he played so many games for us. He played 21 games for the Independence in 2015, he and played. scored eight goals. He was pretty good. Yeah. He was the guy who like had an anger issue, though, right? Yeah, he Isn't was just like described a jerk. As? Yeah, apparently, a jerk. he was apparently just a jerk. A jerk. Um, That's not cool, man. Don't be a jerk. Oh, they've got somebody from Rochester too. Now I really want to beat them. Mm. And Cincinnati, they got people from all over the place. Let, let's just let's beat them. I, I like that idea. I say let's beat them as well. Yeah. So everybody, come out to the Plex. It's gonna be a beautiful night, I'm sure. Seven thirty kickoff. Hopefully, it won't Ooh. be super hot. Uh, I think it may actually supposed to rain that night. The ocean. Oh, come on, don't say that. <laughs> the Open Cup magic is back. I love the Open Cup. It's a fun. I, hope, experience. I mean, I hope we wake a run. Mm-hmm. Remember, was it? Did we? have to answer a question on the podcast about that or did we just have a conversation about that about if we had to pick between making a deep run in the open cup or having better success in the uh regular season i feel like we did i'm not gonna we did have a question like i feel like we did and i picked i would rather go deep in the open cup and like get like the eight seed or something yeah yeah well we've already gone like an hour and 15 minutes so we won't go back into that but no um the president of the Kai Vosser fan club is signing off. Ben, do you have anything to add? Um, I don't actually. I need to figure out what a uh, player I am uh, president of their fan club. There's several options available. So it's, just take, uh, choose wisely. It can't uh, be like a star player though. You can't be like, Oh, I'm the Jorge Herrera president fan club. Like everybody so. is the president of the Jorge Herrera fan <laughs> club. He has a dang bobblehead for crying out loud. Like, it has Very to true. be a more obscure player. Does it? So it's got to be like a hipster pick. Uh, sure. Hip- I wouldn't <laughs> have used the word hipster, but as the Chalk and Jack's resident hipster, uh, <laughs> I'll allow it. Or, okay, uh, there you Seeing go. as you are the resident hipster of Chalk and Jack's. Sorry. That made there it sound go. like I was the hipster. Ah, no, you can't take that title from me. No, I but can't. I think, that, uh, I think that does it for this episode of uh, Talk and Jack's, yeah. It's a good episode. Maybe it was just because it was such a good game. I think so. The the strong form from hope the team. I hope the, over. I hope the form continues. I'd like to see a few more goals on Wednesday night mm-hmm. before we can't see a home game for another like month. Ugh, yeah, it's gonna so be sad. But gives you even more incentive to come. Oh, we just got a question. Do we answer it? Um, I think we can. I saw that too. I wondered if you noticed that. This is going to be a last minute it, Okay, answer. last minute question from Charles Houston, who, if you heard the brilliant uh, There's Only One Queen City chant, that was uh, right out of the brain of Charles Houston. Um, there you go. He asks, crap, I just lost it. No, here it is. Do you think Brandon Miller will continue to be the number one keeper if when Dykstra returns? So I kind of answered this one earlier. I said, I hope Brandon Miller is our future number one. Uh, yes. so I really hope he does. We, I mean, mm-hmm. I've been on the play Brandon Miller train for a while now. <laughs> it's like <laughs> my watch has been saying Miller time for a long time. I noticed that so. that, uh, that's a very catchphrase. Like I think the team, I think tweeted it out. I think, uh, Ashley Mahoney has used it. It's catching on that one. might it's, It might uh, be Miller time. It's catching steam. If it's Miller if time, I'm happy with that. Because I, I just I like him more. I don't know why. Dykstra seems like a super cool guy. 
I just think Brandon Miller is a better goalkeeper. So it's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. We still love you, Dykstra. Do you agree or do you think? I do agree. Yeah, I yeah. guess I, I didn't really technically answer that question, did I? I will 100% agree uh, because every time he's been called upon uh, for games and for shots, he's he's done what he's needed to. How many times has he played now? Uh, just just the two games? Two, yeah, just the two. Okay. Indy 11 and, uh, um, yeah, uh, FC Cincinnati. Those are the two times. All right. Well, pretty you know, two pretty good performances out of him then. Assuming I don't I didn't watch the Indian eleven game, so I don't know that that was good. But clean sheet is a clean sheet. That's true. So all right guys. Uh we will see you and talk to you hopefully soon celebrating another victory on mm-hmm. Talking Jacks Extra. So come on you Jacks. Woo